RPN, the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Today is Wednesday, November 25th, 2020, and this is your daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. On today's show, Star Trek confirms holodecks on the newly refit Discovery A. Star Trek Picard actor Evan Evagora affirms a January start for filming season two. And I'm taking you back in time to see what happened this week in Star Trek history. I'm Alison Pitt, and today's show is supported by people like you through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. Yes, there are holodecks on the USS Discovery refit. That little nugget of information was revealed in Commander Jet Reno's personal log, which was posted earlier this week on the official Star Trek Logs Instagram account. To catch you up in case you're not watching Star Trek Discovery, it's not a spoiler to say that after jumping 930 years into the future, the Discovery was due for an upgrade. Now, you may have seen images online of the new detached nacelles or programmable matter, all things that we're going to have to assimilate, no pun intended, (laughs) into our collective understanding of future tech. With all the extensive modifications, the ship has been given a registry update too, and is now the NCC-1031A, colloquially known as the Discovery A. Now, questions of whether that breaks canon aside, it's a pretty big change for our crew. And the impact of some of that change is being captured in in in-universe personal logs on the Star Trek Logs Instagram. It's an incredibly well-curated Instagram account with beautiful imagery and occasional videos from the main characters of Star Trek Discovery Season 3. The latest of these is Commander Reno, Discovery's chief engineer, who's reflecting on the ship's upgrades. As she says... The retrofit's finally done, and we're catching up on 900 years of technology. Reno also mentions that she might want to take a little virtual vacay after complaining about the programmable matter and what to do if it breaks. She says, new holodecks are cool, though. Riza sounds good right about now. Me, a beach, no one around as far as the eye can see, except maybe the cat. I feel like I could deal with the cat. So there you have it. Holodecks on the Discovery. Funny thing, though, holodecks at that point would be pretty old technology, so can we expect the traditional black and yellow grids? Or what new fun things might they have in store? We'll have to wait for a holodeck episode to find out. To catch up on the latest Star Trek Discovery, or if you just want to reminisce over old holodeck episodes, you can stream all of Star Trek ever right now on CBS All Access. Now up next, Star Trek Picard actor Evan Evagora has confirmed that filming of the series' second season will begin in January of next year. According to a report from TrekMovie.com, Evagora verified the plan to start in January while a guest on the Australian podcast Pod Syndicate. This announcement affirms Michelle Hurd's October statement to the same effect. In January, we will be filming, Evagora said on the podcast, I don't know if they've posted the date. All I know is everyone's saying January, January, January. Excited to get back to work, the actor added. In my opinion, it cannot come quicker. I'm so excited, not just to get back to work, but to get back to the Motley crew and hang out with everyone in California. 
Now, when it came to what Evagora would like to see happen in the second season of Star Trek Picard, he shared that he wanted his character Elnor to have a sparring session with Worf, citing similarities between the two characters. It was Klingons who were viewed as enemies, and we get given Worf, and that's a different perspective on Klingons. And I think it's the same with Elnor. He's so different than most Romulans are. Most Romulans are very secretive and not trusting. No matter what ends up happening on screen, it's likely to be some time yet before we get to see the second season of Picard. Until then, you can catch up on the first season, available to stream in full on CBS All Access. Now, in just a moment, I'll be taking you back in time to find out what happened this week in Star Trek history. But first, a word from me. Tomorrow's Thanksgiving here in the States, and it's one of the biggest shopping weeks of the year when people all over the country and the world start gearing up for the holiday season. All this week, I've been highlighting some of the brands that we have affiliate relationships with here at Daily Star Trek News. So here's the last one for this week. Cufflinks.com is the home of high-quality branded accessories, including ties, lapel pins, and of course, cufflinks. They've got officially licensed Star Trek accessories, like the Enterprise tie I reviewed on this show a few weeks back, But they've also got merch from other top brands like Disney, Harry Potter, Game of Thrones, and Major League Baseball. They've even got officially licensed ties and accessories inspired by the latest Star Wars series, The Mandalorian. There's truly something for everyone. And this week, you can take advantage of Cufflink.com's Black Friday deals with an exclusive 40% off sale items plus free shipping. Just head to dailystartreknews.com forward slash cufflinks to find out more. That's dailystartreknews.com forward slash cufflinks. And a big thanks to you for supporting this show. And now, a look back into Star Trek history. So it turns out that today, November 25th, is kind of a bumper day for notable Star Trek alumni birthdays. Let's start with Khan himself, Ricardo Montalban, who was born on this day in 1920. Jeffrey Hunter, Star Trek's original Captain Pike, was also born today, back in 1926. And the man who holds the record for most Klingons portrayed on screen, Kenneth Mitchell, was born today in 1974. Three actors who played pivotal roles in Star Trek and who all share a birthday. Tune in again next Wednesday for more Star Trek history. Now, there's one last thing that I want to tell you about before I go. I want to remind you that this is the last show for this week, and I'll be back with the news next Tuesday, December 1st. However, there is still Trek stuff going on this weekend. Of course, the new episode of Discovery is out tomorrow, and I'll be doing my normal YouTube live stream on Friday to talk all about it. This week's episode is called Unification 3, so I'm anticipating some good content. Now, whether you're in the States or not, whether you celebrate Thanksgiving or not, I hope you're able to take some time this weekend to reflect on the things in life you're grateful for. It's been a pretty tough year for most of us, and it's important to take time and recognize the good stuff. Well, that's it for today's Daily Star Trek News from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Don't forget to check out the other great shows on the network at podcasts.roddenberry.com. Daily Star Trek News is produced by me, Allison Pitt, with selected stories by Chris Peterson. 
We're supported by people like you through Patreon. Find out how you can add your support at patreon.com forward slash Daily Star Trek News. Sign up for the Daily Star Trek Newsletter at dailystartreknews.com forward slash contact. Get all the day's Star Trek news delivered straight to your inbox every weekday morning. And if email's not your thing, then don't forget to follow Daily Star Trek News on social media. We're at Daily Trek News on Twitter and Instagram. I'm back on Tuesday with more of the Star Trek news you need to know. I'm Alison Pitt. Have a wonderful long weekend and live long and prosper. Podcast.roddenberry.com The Roddenberry Podcast Network.